Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, gratitude seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I have a really special guest. His name is Calvin Corelli. He's an artist, entrepreneur, and the CEO of a, of a holistically focused multi-million dollar software company called Simplera. He is also uh, an inspiring human being, and I've been admiring him for quite a while. He has been able to uh, make an interesting combination between being an artist um, an entrepreneur and a spiritual person, which is amazing. Like everything I would like to be, uh, he's already from many points of view. So, um, making me blush, Georgian. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really admire him. I've been following him for uh, quite a while. I've been reading his newsletters and he has a great message to, uh, to share with us and to share with the world and uh, I'm sure that you will enjoy this interview. Uh, Calvin, do you want to say a few words about yourself? Um, not really, honestly. <laughs> I just want to say I'm super, super excited to be here and to meet you and um, thank you to the listeners out there for being with us today. Awesome, awesome. Uh, welcome here with us and uh, I know that we will have a lot of fun. So, um, the first thing that I would like to find out from you is what is your favorite quote on gratitude and why? It's <laughs> um, a good question. I, I, I feel like I should have like a, a really neat wrapped up in a, with a little bow on top kind of quote uh, to go here. Um, but the reality is that I don't. But I do remember a few years ago when someone was like joking about how um, you know, the present moment is called the present for a reason because it's a gift. So that like the, the, the gift of the present moment is an idea that's really stayed with me. It's, it's, you know, it's the key to everything, isn't it? Like, like not being stuck in the past and not being, you know, obsessed about the future, but just really realizing that all the power to do everything that you ever wanted to do in your life is right here, right now, in this moment. What are you going to do with it? We'll start by being grateful. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like this because this is all we have, actually. The present, the present of the present moment. Exactly. In which we can enjoy everything and be grateful for everything. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, we all do this, right? Where we, we start to think that we need something. We, I, I need, I remember actually my first teacher um, back in 2007, I'm going to say, where he was like, is there something that you like really want? And I was like, at that point, I was like, yeah, I really want the new MacBook Pro. <laughs> I think he was a little bit disappointed in that, in, that, in that answer. But, you know, I'm a nerd. I can't hide that fact. Um, but then he was like, you know, he helped me see that like that desire for that object was really like a source of pain. 
right? It was like, oh, it's like, I need this thing. It's like a lack. And then like, as soon as I get it, that pain goes away, but then there's going to be another desire to pop up instead. Like, you know, you think, you think that the getting this thing, whatever it is, is, is the source of peace and calm, but it's really the other way around. It's the peace and calm is already there and it's the desire causing the pain. And then once that desire is fulfilled, like natural calm is restored for a second until we like get ourselves out of it again. Yeah, exactly. And actually, this is a really good point because while being present and being here with all of our attention, uh, this is the easiest way and uh, the easiest time when you can feel grateful. And it's really easy. For instance, I've seen from my own experience that when I meditate, for instance, after I meditate, it's much easier to feel grateful about I'm much more centered, I'm much, I'm much more calm, my thoughts are uh, mm-hmm. much more clear, and it's much easier for me to feel grateful. Other, uh, in other times, when I'm much too uh, involved in action and in doing stuff, I forget about being grateful, and I, I just have to do, I have to do this and that and the other thing, and I'm, not, I'm actually not being present. Right. Yeah. In the present. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. I'm also thinking there's just like a natural, like I'm, I'm, I always get curious about like, it feels like gratitude is more of um, the natural state of things, the kind of the organic state. So like, I like to flip the question around and be like, how am I practicing non-gratitude right now? Mm, interesting. And, and can I just notice that I'm doing that? Like, what is it that I'm like, making out to be a problem what is it that i'm making wrong do you know what i'm saying yeah, and so yeah, it's yeah. like oh i'm doing that but now i need to on top of that start to be grateful and practice gratitude like what if i just kind of let go of being non-grateful of creating problems or just even even just be willing to notice that i'm doing that and maybe in yeah. a sense even be grateful for that yeah this is really interesting, yeah. It's much easier to flip that around than to try to fight it or... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the fighting doesn't get you... Yeah, exactly. Like just... Really interesting, yeah. yeah. And by the way, uh, what do you do when it's hard to be grateful? Yeah, I mean, that would usually be if I'm, if I'm upset, you know, if I'm triggered about something. Yeah. And so, so it helps for me to, to, to remind myself that... that kind of whatever that trigger thing that my mind is going on about is wrong is like, that is not true. That like whatever emotional turmoil is going on inside is not going to last forever. So this, I love this old phrase of like, this too shall pass. Mm. This too shall pass. And, and remind myself that everything is exactly as it should be. You know, it's, it's, that's a sentence that has just like, um, wreaked havoc with my mind on so many occasions <laughs> because you know the entire way that we're brought up and especially well side note like in 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 human design i'm a profile three four i don't know if you've looked into human design yeah, at all yeah. but it's super cool i love it and and so the three profile is all about identifying everything that's wrong that's really one of my big gifts is to go into any situation and be like this is, this is broken. This is broken. This could be better. We should like, this could be fixed this way, et cetera. And like, and I'm pretty sure I didn't, I should 
put up my dad's chart actually because I'm pretty sure that he's the same way because he's very good. Like he can walk into any situation and tell you exactly what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and that hurt so much growing up. I cannot tell you. I'm sure. Because um, he, he will do it with people. That, and that's one thing that I remember in my, my human design reading. She was like, you want to apply this skill at kind of the, the tribal level, at the societal level. You do not want to apply it on the personal level with your, like your friends or your spouse (laughs) or your kids for that matter, that's just going to cause pain. But so for me, just like getting used to that notion that everything is exactly as it should be just like relaxes every part of my body. It drops the resistance to like, you know, and it it lets me see where my mind is caught up in this idea that it isn't how it should be. Right. And then, and then finally just like really connecting with my body because these are all my, the mind going on that like, uh, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but once you're truly in your body and you can let your mind go a little bit, again, that organic, natural gratitude kind of happens. Yeah, exactly. And, and, the funny, and the funny thing is that solutions actually come much more easier. Oh yeah. Oh, when, yeah. when you do that, because we, we think we have to, okay, we have to fight for it. We have to, okay, what's the solution? And when you calm down, when you uh, when you do what you do, mm-hmm. uh, it's much much easier to receive the solutions. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the universe is always trying to make it easy for us, right? We're the yeah. ones struggling and trying to make it hard. Yeah, yeah. But there, there's another thing. I don't know if you know about this, but uh, I'm sure you do. Um, our brains are actually wired in in a way that we seek um, danger with the things that might cause us danger. Like we mm-hmm. see things that are not okay so we can, um, so we can survive actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A big part of our brain is, uh, is doing just that. So it sounds like conditioning going like if I punish myself and I make myself wrong, then I can prove that I'm a good, good boy, a good girl by trying to live up to this or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's also, it's also something like uh, general with um, things that are happening in our lives. Uh, the negatives uh, tend to, to get more into our conscious Mm-hmm. And we tend to, to think more about them because uh, we might feel threatened by them or stuff like that. Right. That threatens our survival, actually. Got it, yeah. And on some level, it might feel unnatural to, to be grateful. Mm-hmm. Because, like, okay, this, these things are happening. Why should I feel grateful? I have to protect myself. I have to, to do all these kind of things so I can feel protected. Right. Yeah. And... Yeah. Uh, that's why many people have a kind of conflict with this, um, trying to be grateful when, in fact, they, for instance, they protect themselves with resentment or um, right. with not have forgiving. Across, have you come across Byron Katie? Uh, I've heard of her, but uh, I don't know exactly where to. She's cool. She's, I mean, she's this like, I don't know, elderly lady, I guess. Um, mm-hmm like random woman who just stumbled upon what she calls the work. But the, the whole idea is like everything that you have, like, Oh my God, this shouldn't be this way. Or like any of these thoughts that you have, you like her process is basically questioning that and like realizing that 
that it's not how things are it's our thinking about how things are that that exactly. gets us right and and one of my favorite stories that she tells is, is like this lady that's in the hospital and and byron visits her and and the, the lady's like out of it and she's like oh it's so awful it's awful and and byron's like i'm i don't see the problem and then and then the lady like takes the the covers off of one leg and it's all swollen up and Byron is like, I'm sorry, but I'm really not seeing the problem still. And then she like, she takes the covers off the other leg to show that it's like normal. And then Byron is like, Oh, now I see the problem. The problem is that you think this leg should be like this other leg. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that, that whole like, and, and the, what the other thing that she does is like, all of these things that trigger us instead of like, I never want to have like my wife like be upset with me again or accuse me of something I didn't do. And like, I just don't, I hate it. And like you flip that around and you're like, I look forward to the next time this happens because, cool. you know, basically because if, if it still triggers me, it just shows me that there's still stuff to, for here for me to do. And you know, I'm happy to do that. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So looking forward to all the most like awful things that could happen. Hmm. Yeah, well, uh, there is an, another, I think, uh, from how to uh, stop worrying and start living. Uh, uh-huh. um, you, you, you ask yourself a question like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And the funny thing is that after you put this question think about the the worst thing thing that could happen and then you relax somehow okay you just know it's not something oh it might something that i don't can't understand you know okay this Mm -hmm. might happen okay (laughs) yeah no exactly i was super scared when we applied for a visa here for the u.s um um a couple years ago and i was like so scared about it and did exactly that. Like, what's the worst account? All right, so let's say we get denied. All right, then we have to leave the country. Okay, there's going to be some costs associated with that. We're going to have to find some place else to live. All right, well, that's, we can, and then we would, and just thinking it all through in detail, and you're like, yeah, that would suck. That's totally not what I desire. It's totally not what I want, but we'd be fine. And then it kind of takes the sting out of it, right? And then you can just- Exactly, exactly. You can do something with it. If it's yeah. not clear, what's the danger? What's the- the possible uh, bad outcome it's like you, you just worry then the mind just goes haywire on it yeah absolutely yeah exactly yeah. um so um what i am really curious to find out from you um is that if if you have some uh, some story about uh, how you got to be a more grateful person or a grateful person um something california we sure have been through something like never before COVID-19 deeply affected every aspect of our lives. Go to calhope.org. Hope lives here in California. Happen in your life or uh, were you like since forever grateful or? No, I mean, definitely not. Definitely not. I think the biggest thing is probably getting out of, of being a victim in life, right? Because uh, what I realized was, and this is not too long ago, I think it's probably in 2013, that I feel like I finally had this moment. I was working with, with a, a, a coach for a while named Trip Lanier. He's pretty cool. He does this called The New Man. He's a cool guy. 
and I was going on and on about like feeling sorry for myself about something like I think it was like I was sitting down to write a sales page for some product I wanted to launch and then I just felt completely unworthy and I was like how can I have anything to sell when I feel so unworthy and poor me and I just feel so unworthy and he's like he didn't buy it at all. He was like, all right, so what do you get out of like playing this card? Like, what do you get out of like going down this route? And I was like, I don't know. I just I wish I wouldn't feel so unworthy and so awful. And then he was like, well, I think like, do you know what, do you want to know what I think? And I was like, yes, tell me. And he was like, I think what you get out of it is that you don't need to take responsibility for your life. Mm-hmm. You don't need to take responsibility for what you really want and create it. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> it really hurt and it made me it made me realize that like that was exactly what i was doing i was like i would create this depression at least like once a month of like a, a like a few days of just like not being able to function properly and just feeling sorry for myself and like it had gotten like gradually better in the, in the beginning i'd like actually want to jump off a balcony if there was one i was like really like ready to kill myself but I'm not really, really, I guess. But, <laughs> exactly. um, you know, I'm hurting and poor me. And it was like, I was like, it was my parents' fault. And I was like born in the wrong country. And I know if only I'd met smart, like better friends or whatever, then everything would be different and blah, blah, blah. And realizing that, that this was all just like stuff I'd made up. And, and, you know, but the thing is when you're stuck in that victim mode, you need like, I was really pissed at my parents and like I needed to stay unhappy and unsuccessful in order to prove that they did me wrong. Right. Wow, yeah. Cause if I, if I all of a sudden had all the happiness and all the success that I always said I wanted, then they would be able to say, well, you say we did, you, we did you wrong, but you made it, you made it work anyway. Right. So <laughs> yeah. oh, you really, <laughs> do we really do. And it's like, that's the case when you're living your life from that place, you need to stay there to prove how much of a victim you are. And if you break out of it, now all of a sudden you prove that you were never a victim to begin with. And that's a big pill to swallow, right? It really, it really, I really had to swallow my pride on that one, but you know, it's so worth doing, but mm-hmm. it is a pill to swallow and be like, oh my God, all this misery I've created for myself all these years, I could have ended Anytime I wanted, it was never about all the things I, I made it about. And I claimed that it was about, I think, so, I mean, I think we underestimate just how huge that is to swallow for people. And that's why so many, many people stay stuck in being a victim because it really is like, it's kind of like, a, 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 like the concord breaking the, the, the wall, sound of wall or whatever that's called. Like where it's just like, a, it's just there's no way around it. It's just like a huge pill that you just got to swallow and there's no, you can't bite it over in chunks really. You just got to, all right. Yep. Did that to myself. Completely unnecessary. All right. Fine. Time to move on. <laughs> well, yeah, this is good stuff. Yeah. I, I, I've been there uh, a lot of times and I totally relate with your, with your story and I, I love the way you, you say it and the way you make fun of yourself. This, this is a good level to be at. Yeah. You just laugh at, uh, at the, the things that in the past they made you. I think it, it was part of you and part of your personality. This is like who you were and to be able to, to laugh about this is yeah. awesome stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like once you're on the other side too, it's like, you know, 
I talk to my wife about this a lot because she's like, once she has these realizations, she's like, oh my God, I've wasted all these years of my life doing this. And like, and if I only had known before, yeah. and like, I'm like, sweetheart, you're 27. I'm 42. <laughs> you know, I'm still having these insights and I have so many more years of doing stupid stuff then you just get over that like there's always going to be like oh my god i've wasted so many time but once you're there in the present it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how many years you like it's like you're here now and it feels amazing right so exactly, exactly. yeah so yeah. yeah the answer to your question was like that 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 was like the thing that really kept me away from gratitude because again just to underscore that point when you're when you're really stuck being victim you can't be grateful because you need to be not grateful in order to prove that you're a victim exactly it's it's who you are and uh, it would be against against you somehow to to choose to be grateful and you exactly it's yeah, your identity right yeah yeah exactly exactly um and uh, I wanted to say something about uh, yeah you can't you can't go back in time uh, and uh, it's like okay some things weren't as you would have loved it to be or uh, as the media wanted you to have the the kind of life that you see there or stuff like that but the important thing is the present moment and the fact that you are who you are right now and you have all the experience that you have and basically this is it. Yeah. But if we, if you could go back in time, um, what would you tell your younger self about gratitude? Um, I think it com- comes down to curiosity actually. Like to me, curiosity is, is being curious, is like being open to life, being open to the present moment, being open to yourself, discovering yourself, discovering truth, reality at any level. My biggest thing was that I was so, um, I was so hell bent on, on hating myself and feeling wrong. And I was so committed to hating myself and feeling wrong that I wasn't even willing to to get to know myself mm-hmm. i was like i don't know who i am but i'm i don't like it and i'm not gonna look i'm not gonna try to find out and so just like being like being in a little more of like an open curious space regarding this i was always curious about like the outer stuff and to some extent but like really deeply curious about like who am i and what am i really feeling and 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 what what might I don't know what might emerge I was going to say, but um, yeah, but like getting to know, getting to know myself really at a deeper level. And I wouldn't even say, I mean, love self love is super important, but the, to me, the gateway to to self love is just the willingness to possibly love yourself. In my experience, like once again, it's like what we talked about in the beginning is like, there's that, the reason that not self-love is there is because we're very committed to that. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, instead of like, how can I love myself? It's like, how am I currently like not loving myself? Cause I feel like that's the action. The natural state is love. It's really so it's like, how am I not loving myself? And once you become willing to maybe possibly stop not loving yourself, I feel like that's kind of the, the boulder that sets everything in motion or the domino and then, and then self-love kind of happens from there. 
Wonderful, wonderful. Um, what what I learned in a in a recent interview with um, a Navy SEAL, um, he he wrote a book, uh, and he's uh, a marriage uh, coach. Uh, his name is uh, Derek Laviolette. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of uh, episodes ago, um, he said something that really hit home. And usually when it comes to spirituality and uh, relationships, everyone tells you, you should take responsibility for the things that are happening. Mm-hmm. But um, until I got to talk with him, I never thought about what you do with that responsibility. Like for me, for instance, for a lot of time, it was pressure. Okay. I have to take responsibility mm. and I didn't know how to how to cope with all the responsibility I've taken. Like I didn't know what to do next. And um, what I loved about what he said is that um, you also need a, a, another step is to to be compassionate about yourself and yes. to uh, to love yourself. Also, not just take responsibility and try to be tough and things like that, but also to um, to have love for yourself while doing that and to um, take care of yourself also while taking responsibility. And this is that really hit home for me. And Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. What I, what I like to think of too is like, is like, is taking responsibility really only works when you realize that, everything is exactly as it should be like nothing's wrong in this moment. Right. Because uh, otherwise it becomes blame. Oh, it's my fault. I'm to blame like, or whatever. And, but if everything is exactly as it should be right now and you take responsibility for that, there's no blame. There's nothing wrong. So there's nothing to blame or punish for. And then you can be like, all right, so I created this. Let me figure out what I'm going to create next. That there's also going to be nothing wrong with, but that I may prefer. Yeah, yeah, that might be a bit better, or I might be might feel a bit better in yeah. that situation. Yeah. Well, and, and not because like that thing necessarily makes you like we have access to all the good feelings all the time, right? But if we have we were put on this earth and given these resources to play with them and have fun, so like what else would we like to play with and have fun? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So what i'm really curious also about um is if you use in one way or another uh gratitude to build your business to build simpler like um do you feel like it helped you to to grow it to the to the place it is right now um yes um absolutely um like the the word that I most use around it is 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 love, um, which to me is is very related. Um, but it sure is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, just I mean, every day these days, I'm just super grateful for 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 my teams and my audience, and my customers, and like everything that I've somehow managed to create around me. Um, and it's just such a blessing to 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 be in that. Um, to, to be in that environment and have that around me. I feel like, I mean, from the early days, it was, it was just, you know, the fact that other people wanted to use this product and that other people were interested. And, you know, I, I built it for myself and I, I obviously knew that this might happen, 
but it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to make this. Like, it wasn't like that. It was like, it was really like a, a pleasant surprise that, that like, oh my God, there was like one person. There's like, I think I had probably like 10 people using it for free for quite a while. And I was like, Hey guys, I'm going to start charging for this thing. Are you guys cool with that? And they're like, sure. And, you know, and just like every, every new customer, every, every day, it's just like a blessing. Every, every follower, every comment, every, you know, every interaction, all of these, it's, it's, yeah. Um, I don't take any, any of it for granted. And I just really enjoy um, the process of it. I remember the day I was living in India when, when in December, 2012, when I realized that, that, you know, the revenue from Simplero was big enough to pay all of my bills, given that I didn't move out of India, which obviously eventually I did, <laughs> but like at a low, at a low cost of living, I was like, Oh my God, I don't like now I have, you know, enough monthly income to not have to get any other revenue any, anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was really amazing. I'm, I'm again, like super grateful for that experience. Because what it did was it just honed into me, like, what is it that this is really about for me? And for me, it's really about like realizing the vision for this product so that it may truly serve people um, who have a mission like yourself. Like I'm really all for, for creating the tool that will amplify your impact in the world and your life satisfaction. And then at the same time, sharing, sharing my message and sharing everything I've learned in the process, which is what I'm doing right here with you right now. And so I'm super grateful for that. And another good thing that you're doing uh, with Simplera that I love is the fact that you um, you mix uh, the technical and business side with spirituality, with uh, having a positive impact, like the fact that you have a message. Uh, I think it's on the uh, left uh, top corner or something. Um, it's a positive message. Uh, what, what do you want to do with your business? Uh, how you want oh, to... Right, yes. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I, I like mm-hmm. also um, the fact that uh, I don't know if it's all the time or when you go, when you hover, uh, it says Simplero loves you. Yeah. Like that. And it's, I think it's really cool to... to Have you played with the, with the light bulb thing in the top right corner? Uh, I, I don't remember right now. <laughs> no, there's a, I put this light bulb in there that will give you like a, a quote and a picture and like oh. just. <laughs> yeah, I should, I should play with that. <laughs> yeah, let me know what you think. Awesome. So yeah, I, I think this is really cool to, um, to, to be an example of a, a new way of doing business and a new way of, uh, um, doing things that are like technical that are, I think for me, it's like my approach is also like, you know, definitely I, you know, I would, I want to keep like growing the company and like more customers and like whatever 10x and all these things, but way more important to me than, than those like specific concrete goals is the process is how we're doing it, how we're, how the team is feeling and, and gelling and, and how everybody's firing and just like the vibe and the energy and that we're, that we're really serving our customers and, and, you know, all those things, that's what really matters to me. And then the growth will, you know, take care of itself. I, I believe it's been working so far. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's really great to hear this from you 
uh, I know that uh, it's a great product. I know that um, it's actually working and people are using it because what, what, I, what I've experienced that many spiritual people say, okay, just do what you love and everything will fall into place and things like that. And many forget about the financial part and mm-hmm. about actually making money from what they're what what they are doing what they love doing and uh, it's like they just talk from the books rather than from their own experience mm-hmm. and uh, i love that you you actually talk from your own experience and you you really live this if not yeah. That, yeah yeah and i mean and the, and you have to take the money stuff seriously um it's just you don't have to chase it but you need to do to, to do like half systems in place. Like I have a system in place that lets me make money like passively as they say, right. That's not tied to hours that I spend in. And that was a very conscious thing for me to put that in place. And I've been very systematic about making choices all the way along the way that would support that and, and not do things that would, that would take away from that. Keep everything very streamlined, very easy so that I don't have to spend inordinate, inordinate amounts of time just keeping things running things like that. And I've worked a lot of kind of the, the energetic and spiritual and beliefs and all stuff, all that stuff about worthiness and receiving and, and making sure that I do that type of work as well. And, and I'm very, I love money. I don't think there's anything unspiritual or unholy about money. I think they're the, like, they're amazing and I enjoy having lots of it and I would love to have even more. And I'm grateful for everything that I have. And like, it's, I think that's super important to not be like in denial about like money's money's great. I mean, can you imagine if like for me to go down and get a sandwich, I had to like, you know, bring a goat and trade or like that was like, exactly. so, so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's so awesome actually that we can like for a sandwich, we have, um, things from all around the country, for instance, that they bring in exactly. a certain place. They, um, they mix it in a, such a way that they have a great taste usually. Exactly. And talk about gratitude, right? Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. yes, exactly. This like you're going to a restaurant and I'm just like amazed that like all the people that built this place, this building and did the interior design and all the people who showed up for work and maybe they had to have their kids taken care of in daycare. And so the, the, the daycare at the nanny or like school or whatever. And like all these people, the people who grew this, the people who, who harvested it, like, like shipped it. And like, so it's insane. The number of people involved in you eating just one dish. Yeah, gratitude of like seeing that system in action, and like all these people did this just so I can enjoy this sandwich right now, isn't that exactly? exactly, Yeah, and you only have to get some money, some papers, or some piece of plastic, and you give them, and they give it to you. It's awesome. (laughs) It's so insane. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you would have to to go out and do this by yourself, (laughs) that would be oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. It would take you like weeks or yeah. even months to be able to, to create that sandwich. Yeah. Or, or even more if you have to uh, to put the seeds and everything. It, oh, that yeah. would be really complicated. Yeah. Possible, right? <laughs> and we get it like really easy. And yeah. that's that's amazing. You have to time everything, right? So this is already exactly at the same moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
like you said it's it's great to have money and to be able to enjoy this and to be able to pay people for their work and for for their passion and for what they're doing that and i think that's awesome yeah so um do you have some kind of uh, a practice that you do uh, that keeps you grateful do you do something consistently because um what what's one of my uh, important uh, one of the important matters that uh, i want to get into the world with this podcast is um to have people be grateful consistently as much mm-hmm. as possible to become a, for the gratitude to become a way of life as much as possible so um i want to to ask you and to to share with our audience what are your ways to keep grateful consistently yeah i th- i think the way it works is that you kind of um you need to get the ball rolling and and um once you do that and once you kind of get o- over a certain level i would say like a third of the way or something like that then like the universe really starts to kick in and it's just like the ball just keeps rolling and rolling i i really feel like at this point i really don't need a practice because like my life is just like every day i'm like, just, like looking around and just like oh my god oh my god is this like is this really happening is this really real um and so gratitude just becomes easy and again natural i do meditate every day um, in the morning um that does help um um and but like really having having like my team and and my wife and the people that i have around me and just like my customers my audience and seeing what people are doing it's just like a constant source of, of gratitude for me um it's yeah it's becomes easy it becomes very easy Mm-hmm. But until then, did you have something that you you were doing uh, more often or consistently? No, I'm not much of a consistency guy. I'm always like shifting around. I can never eat at the same time a day. I like always like uh, do different things. So I, if there is a consistency, it's the willingness to to always. Um, know that nothing's about what it seems that it's about and inquire deeper and just be with whatever it is and just like keep digging, keep, keep, keep opening up, keep being curious. Um, that would be my practice. I would, mm-hmm. I would say. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's the more, the most important thing actually is the attitude and, um, the way you do things and the attitude you do them with, it's really important and that can make simple things into into something that helps a lot with with being grateful and seeing life in a certain way um but i also believe that uh the fact that you meditate is really helpful in keeping this but honestly i haven't been meditating systematically since about like october or something like i mean i've and i've been on the spiritual journey as you know for well over a decade and mm-hmm was never something that I had as a regular practice so mm-hmm. yeah um I wish I had like a, a good a good solid answer here but just like I think yes one word one word again would be the willingness right mm-hmm. the willingness. 
is. I feel like that is just that tiny gap that lets the universe in. And mm. Yeah, that's great. I know that you are um, you are uh, talking about these things that you have experienced and uh, what you are uh, what you have learned in your in your journey on uh, on your show, the the Calvin Show. Uh, can you tell us more about it? A, a few words. Yeah, I mean, I, what I'm what I'm doing is a, it's a video show that you can find at my website at calvincorelli.com. Um, and we, we have two episodes a week and it's, it's really taking everything that I've learned through this journey and creating some Claro and creating the life that I really want. Like I was born in Denmark and moved to here to New York via, via India. And just like the whole thing has been like crazy journey. And I've learned so much about life, business, relationships, gratitude, uh, spirituality, and just how to, how to be be who you really are. I mean, that was, that has been the biggest part of my journey. I had no idea who I was. Right. So uh, sharing all of that along with my passion for, for food and, and cocktails and, um, and music, music. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. um, which is all part of the same, like really everything I do is like helping people like understand, like really get to know themselves and who they are and, and integrate like right and left brain, left brain, masculine, feminine business and spirituality. Um, and so, yeah, bringing all that together into a show that I hope really inspires people to get to know themselves deeper and, and create more, more amazingness in their lives and yeah. be more grateful for everything in their lives. Yeah, that's awesome. I know that um, you had, I've also shared uh, on, on our page uh, on Facebook, uh, you, you had a chat with Victor. Uh, I did, yes. About, uh, gratitude. And yeah. that was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I met him, um, I mean, I met him a couple of years ago when he was a personal trainer in our building and I had like one trial session with her and we didn't end up with him. Sorry. We didn't end up, end up working together. And then I heard that he was in a motorcycle accident and got hurt pretty bad. And then I saw him again last summer at the rooftop where he was in a wheelchair and we ended up talking for like two or three hours and just seeing like, um, he was a completely transformed person and not just in the obvious way. He was just like on this mission to, to help people see that, 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 you know, all of these little things that we, that we think of as problems are really just, you know, not worth obsessing about. And, and like the gratitude that he felt even now for just being able to go out and, and have something to eat, even though he can barely use his hands, he's, paralyzed from the chest down and like even even then like like but for us who still have our our functioning bodies just the gratitude of being able to get up in the morning and put on your clothes and like make yourself a meal or eat a meal without it being a project you know um, yeah. these things are amazing i mean like our human body is incredible it's incredible and we have it and we take it for granted you know yeah. and can do all these amazing things yeah exactly it really helped me like and i needed that at that time i forget what what was going on exactly but i could just feel i just remember feeling oh my god i'm so grateful to have met victor right now i needed this and and yeah feeling the gratitude for that and for for everything that i have 
exactly exactly this is how we usually get to uh, experience well not usually but many times we get to experience gratitude after seeing contrast after like after being sick we appreciate being healthy much 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 more exactly and, and he was even able to express gratitude for for you know him having experienced that, which is crazy. And we had this yeah. we're still working on on like the sign off on the show, but at the time we were doing like remember and like remember what's the worst that can happen. And then like this is our number two episode and this is gonna be our ending. And I was like, I was about I was like, so <laughs> like ready to do the sign off and my and my producer um is Ale, he's behind the camera and he just goes like <laughs> freaking out completely. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, why just like, I think that's the other thing was like with someone like, like, like Victor, like he knows that we have all these conflicted feelings about him and we feel guilty and we feel sorry for him and we feel scared and afraid of offending or like whatever. And he knows that. So just being honest about all these things just makes it so much easier for everybody. And, and, exactly. and right. So I was just like, look, Victor, we usually end our show by saying this. And I have to say, it feels a little weird to, to do that now with you here. And he was like, no, I mean, go for it. Like if I had to do this over again, I would go on the same ride. I would do that. And I'd end in the same place. I honestly wouldn't change a thing about it. I'm like, are you for real? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that seems so but it was i mean so he was like no no absolutely go for it so we ended up making that ending anyway yeah and i, I love the fact that he said something like uh, by all means live your life like you don't have to sit in fear right now because you see me in this situation and things like that it's, it was mind-blowing yeah yeah coming from him having already had uh, having already had that experience was how yeah exactly exactly right yeah. he he was he is really inspiring and it's i i don't think it's easy to be in his situation and also to to have the, this kind of attitude M many people i think uh choose to to have a totally different attitude when it comes to this and yeah exactly feeling sorry for themselves and all that and and yeah. i don't yeah it's i don't think that it's easy but i think he's doing really well with it yeah that's awesome and to to be to be able to come out of yourself and out of your problems and to mm -hmm. feel inspired that that's really cool yeah so um uh, getting back to this uh inspiration and uh gratefulness do you have some people that you would like to mention that you are uh grateful for yes um um my wife my kids i might even throw my ex-wife in there even though it hasn't always been easy but um she's actually the the reason that i now have the team that i have so i'm i am gonna um i am gonna Oh shit! Sure, I'm doing some things here. Are we still good for with sound? I yeah, think so. we're good. We're good. Okay, cool. It, it, my computer started saying weird stuff. Um, no, yeah. Um, so, so her and um, and then like my team, um, starting with Nick, who's like my partner on Simplero. He's he's a godsend. And the only and the reason I met him was I had to go to Denmark 
to a meeting with the with the with the authorities over my kids because my ex-wife had decided that it was best if they if my kids didn't see their dad at all and so so I'm so grateful that she did that because that made me go to the authorities that made me which then you know both gave me the right to see my kids as I want and and um, it gave me Nick so how awesome is that you know again yeah. like it seemed like awful at the moment but it's it's the best thing that has happened with this in so many years um, and then I want to be like a shout out to Holly, who's my healer, and she's incredible. I love her so much. She's amazing. Been working with her for several years and very intensively since May. And uh, and Celeste is someone who's who's really been uh, helping me and my wife a lot recently. She's incredible too. So awesome. those are people that I'm grateful for. My audience, my customers, all of that. I'm grateful for so many people. But these are these are definitely standouts. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you very much, Calvin, for being here with us, for being present here with us <laughs> and, uh, for this awesome conversation. I'm sure that it has a lot, a lot of um, takeaways that if, if we apply them and we, we go with them, they, they can bring a lot of gratitude. Um, do you have a closing thought for for our session today. Um, I just want to say th thank you to you for, for reaching out. And um, I, it was like, I love how this happened. I didn't, I didn't realize <laughs> that there were all these connections already that you're on Templero and that, you know, Cyprian and all that. So um, thank you for having me. Thank you for the, uh, to the audience for, for staying through the end um, and for listening and for practicing gratitude and for even being interested in gratitude. I think that's, yeah, cool. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, if you enjoyed any of this, please, please check out my show at calvincorelli.com. I would love to, to connect with you there. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you, Calvin, for being with us. We are out <laughs> my pleasure yeah a few days ago it was my birthday and uh, on this occasion i wanted to give you a gift i've uh, put together a checklist that you can use every day that's going to make your work days much more happier and uh, filled with gratitude i'm excited to share this with you and uh, here is the promo are you looking for an easy way to be more grateful and happy during work days? Get the daily checklist with the best 5 ways to easily supercharge your gratitude during work days. You will discover the simple tricks that will make gratitude easy for you that I've learned from interviewing amazing successful people for the Gratitude Podcast. You will also have simple